Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome back to episode 54 of Ancient World Podcast. In this episode, uh, we're going to talk about the goddesses of inspiration and the muses. This is a huge concept in the Greek uh, mythology and the culture and in the whole classical age that you always invoke the muses to to create something artistically or creatively. And um, you have nine muses in the mythology and they are the uh, daughters of Zeus and Mnemosyne. And she is a titan, a titaness uh, of memory. So Zeus and Mnemosyne have nine daughters and their names. I'm just going to run through all of them and there, these are many different areas, just to get a sense of it. So it's in general about inspiration for uh, literature, arts, music, and sciences. So the names are Calliope, and she's the she is considered the, the most important one. She is the, the inspiration and muse for epic poetry. And then you have Clio, she's for history. Euterpe, she's for music, song, and lyric poetry. Uh, Urado, she's from love poetry. Uh, Melpomene, she's tragedy. Poly, uh, Polyhymnia, she's for the hymns. Terpiscori, she's dance. Talia is for comedy. And Urania is for astronomy. So these are nine different muses. We're going to focus on Calliope because uh, she is prominent in both Greek literature and also in Renaissance literature like Dante. And... Um, the way the Greeks used this was so they, they thought of it as you needed some divine inspiration to create something. And there's a, a little bit of a sidetrack here, but if you, if you try to do something yourself creatively, if you write something or you want to paint something or create music, the times when you feel that, it, that you express yourself in the, the way you want to do, you kind of accomplish what you try to aim for, often you have this feeling that you kind of let go of your rationality and your thinking and you just follow more like an uh, intuition or a, an emotion or just like an instinct. And the more you accomplish doing that and not controlling like the creative process, the better the result is, the better like if it's a, it's a story or if it's a song or if it's a painting. And sometimes it's, it's uh, weird to understand, if you do it, like where it comes from, because it's kind of you put yourself aside and you just let it come. And the, the Greeks thought of that as being the muses that kind of has this divine inspiration, and then that's how you... That's why they invoke them at, at the beginning of, of the great stories, for example. Uh, so, and the muses have been inspiration also for arts, like visually, like for as uh, motives for arts. Uh, and you can have you have the word muses in words like museum, amusement, music, also musing in, uh, in general. 
And also, so often use the word now to have a muse is to have someone who's an inspiration for your creative artistic work. So, uh, just to show a few examples of how this is being used. So, if you start with um, the older story from from Homer, the Iliad. So he opens the whole work. I mean, so Homer has two: he has the Iliad and the Odyssey, like two enormous works <laughs> for the Greek culture. They were kind of two institutions, and they were kind of educational systems in themselves. They contain everything for for well. They try to to capture uh, all different car- parts of culture and of life and things you needed to know about the history and, and, and different areas of, of sciences and, and arts and just maturation as a person um, and understanding the world better and yourself. So the Iliad opens with the following. Rage goddess sing the rage of peleus son achilles murderers doomed that cost the achaeans countless losses hurling down to the house of death so many sturdy souls great fighter souls but made their bodies carry on feasts for the dogs and birds begin news when the two first broke and clashed agamemnon lord of men and brilliant achilles so the first word is rage but then you have goddess so sing sing the rage of achilles and in The Odyssey, it starts with, Sing to me of the man, Muse, the man of twists and turns, driven time and again, of course, once he had plundered the hollowed heights of Troy. So the Odyssey starts after the the Iliad, after the the war and siege of Troy. Uh, And also one more sentence. Launch out on this story, Muse, daughter of Zeus. Start from where you will, sing for our time too. So these are two examples of how these epic stories begin with invoking the muses. And then we also have um, from the Theogony of Hesiod. The Theogony is, we mentioned this before, but it's just 30 pages. And it defines the creation of, of the Greek mythology universe with the chaos and Gaia. And uh, also the story of Prometheus and many of those foundational parts of the mythology. And it's a very nice thing to read as well. Uh, and then it opens. So this is from about 700 BC. So this is the opening paragraph. From the Heliconian Muses. So the Muses lived in uh, the Heliconian. Or that was thought to be their home. It's a mountain a bit uh, west of Athens. From the Heliconian Muses, let us begin to sing, who hold the great and holy mount of Helicon, and dance on soft feet about the deep blue spring and the altar of the almighty son of Cronos. That's Zeus. And when they have washed their tender bodies in Permisius or in the horse's spring or Olmenius, make their fair lovely dances upon highest Helicon and move with vigorous feet. Thence they arise and go abroad by night, veiled in thick mist, and utter their song with lovely voice, praising Zeus the Aegis holder and queenly Hera of Argos, who walks on golden sandals, and the daughter of Zeus the Aegis holder, bright-eyed Athene, and Phoebus Apollo, and Artemis, who delights in arrows, and Poseidon the earth holder, who shakes the earth, and reverend Themis, and quick-glancing Aphrodite, 
there's a lot of like the genealogy here of the gods. Uh, but he just he just um, opens up this whole landscape of the biggest gods in and goddesses in the Greek mythology through this frame of the muses. It's a very big movement he's doing at, at the opening. Uh, and then Hera is also the wife of Zeus, so that's why they are mentioned in the beginning. Uh, so, and then Aphrodite and Hebe with the crown of gold and fair Dione, Leto, Aeperis, that's the father of Prometheus, and Cronos, the crafty counselor, Eos and great Helios, that's the sun god, and bright Selene, Earth too, and great Oceanus, and dark night, and the holy race of all the other deathless, deathless ones that are forever, meaning all the, the eternal gods, which are also, just a bit on the side, but they are gods and goddesses but they're also symbols of of things in nature and just mechanics of life and and different aspects of human nature so and one day they thought hesiod so this is hesiod referring to himself and what the muse is doing and one day that they taught hesiod glorious song while he was shepherding his lambs under holy helicon and this word first the goddesses said to me. So now he suddenly flips to his own perspective. The muses of Olympus, daughters of Zeus, who holds the Aegis. So the Aegis was a kind of a shield that Zeus was holding. So they they come to Hesiod and then they yeah, say, Shepherds of the wilderness, wretched things of shame, mere bellies. We know how to speak many false things as though they were true. But we now, when we will, to utter true things. So said the ready-voiced daughters of great Zeus. So, and they plucked and gave me a rod, a shoot of sturdy laurel, a marvelous thing, and breathed into me a divine voice to celebrate things that shall be and things that were aforetime. And they bade me sing of the race of the blessed gods that are eternally, but ever to sing of themselves both first and last. So, this is a way of Hesiod to explain. And if you're writing, you will f- you might feel this sometimes that you you just get a kind of a pressure <laughs> in your mind when you think I have to sit down and write, and then when you do that, something comes out that you that <laughs> that you've been maybe pondering for a long time, and then when you have this emotion, then it's kind of urgent to just sit down and write it. Because then it's kind of the mind is in the in the right mood and the right emotion. So what Hesiod is describing that he's out shepherding his lambs under this mountain. It's it's just a, it's a super beautiful way of describing the feeling if you write something that you you get inspirations like this divine inspiration from the goddesses, and then you sit down and then he refers to what they are telling him that they will now say true things about what has been and what will come and um, the, the, the mission kind of they're giving him to, to describe uh, the beginnings and seeing of the, the race of the blessed gods. So um, that's uh, all for this episode and the, the beginning of like the muses, the divine inspiration, uh, Calliope as the, the chief or like the queen of the, of the muses. And um, 
the first little opening to this topic, because it's been repeated through the millennia, through the centuries, as a way of starting a creative work, and we'll get get back to this many times. Uh, okay, so uh, as always, thank you so much for listening, and um, hope some of this was interesting, and I hope you have a great day. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.